Welcome to Mad World with Meg and Maria. Just two girls figuring out this mad world we live in. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Mad World with Meg and Maria. My name is Meg. And my name is Maria. And what did you think of my jovial entrance today? Um, I don't know what jovial means, but I think it was a good intro. Okay, so jovial is like joyful, upbeat. Um, joy to the world. Joy to the world, kind of, yeah. Um, it's like a positive intro. Yeah, we're not very positive when we come to the intros, are we? I know, we're kind of like welcome to another episode. <laughs> and we're trying to be like sexy. It's just dark sexy. and mysterious, yeah. Yeah, I'm so dark and mysterious. No, uh, we're not very sexy on this. No, no, we're not sexy. Um <laughs> Um, so we've had a week out and I'm not going to lie, I'm really nervous. I'm feeling the nerves today because I don't really know. I can't, You know, when you have a period of time of not doing this or whatever, it kind of gets really like, ah, oh, I don't know how to be. Because obviously we recorded our last episode way sooner than it was released as well. Yeah, we recorded it ages ago. We recorded it like nearly three weeks ago three weeks ago yeah yeah and it went out the week before last and we didn't really promote it very well and then we promoted it this week because we didn't have anything to put out this week but um so yeah that's three weeks about recording and I kind of Mm. forget how it goes do you know what I mean yeah I know what you mean I was like feeling really rubbish the past few days and um we usually record on Tuesdays but today is Wednesday and um I just if I look at myself yesterday I was like there's no way I could have been able to jump on the mic, yeah. crack some jokes, make people laugh. You know, it's hard to be a sad clown sometimes. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I actually got a message while I was making my breakfast this morning from a really nice girl who I went to university with. And she said that, um, like, out of the blue, just messaged to say how, she, how much she was enjoying our podcast. And it was just, like, a really nice message. And I was like damn girl like you've really boosted me there and yeah. um i think it just goes to show like little comments like that like nice comments can go really far in, in someone's life sometimes a hundred percent it really just boosted my mood considering like I, I wasn't feeling very confident and then she said that like out of the blue it was just nice so thanks thank to you that girl yeah <laughs> thanks like, thanks um, chloe so if she's listening thanks chloe <laughs> i don't know about i don't know about you but whenever like sometimes i sort of feel like I know, like the reason we did this was obviously we'd have a bit of fun, have a bit of a laugh, and kind of do something with ourselves. And it's yeah. kind of like I kind of see why like influence go into a rut or they go into this sort of like you know creative block because it's like oh like does anyone even care? Does anyone actually yeah. care what we're doing? So like even that getting that like honestly now I'm like my creative juices are flowing. I've got ideas and I've got things that I yeah. want to do with it. And it's like, it's really nice because like that boost does help more than people think. Yeah, it and... really does. And I think a lot of the time when you're trying to build up a page, like what we're doing at the moment, we are still very, very early days. Yeah. We're still like, Maria's still building up the branding. I'm just showing up, you know, um, <laughs> I'm still trying to like, keep engaged on the old Instagram and I think a lot of it is like it's very easy to base your success off of numbers yeah so we just need to hold on I don't know we have such we have so many people who are so supportive and it's really hard yeah. like uh, it means so much but also it's like we have to keep like like you said you know when you yeah. have a sort of 
also mental health rut as well when you feel like just like you don't want to do anything or speak to anyone and then it's like then you have to sort of show up and be this person but also it's actually right you know maybe it's nice to just be completely raw and yeah I prefer that anyway like I think that's something we could start doing a little bit more is being honest about how we're feeling that sort of stuff and that's what we like to do on our podcast anyways we like people to relate to what we're feeling and that's something that um Chloe the girl who messaged me also said like that's what women like to hear is something to relate to makes you feel normal but what even is normal you know exactly but it's like it's also okay like um, because I knew you were feeling shit yesterday and I just thought, um, take the time take all the time you need in the world. And you said to me, um, I just need to get out of this, but also you can't force it to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think it just happens when it happens and you just gotta deal with it like every step it comes, but there's no point trying to force getting out of it. Like even if you have other commitments, so what? At the end of the day your mental health comes first, I think. Yeah. Like roll with the punches and sometimes the punches are harder. Than others, yeah. Than others, you know? You know what I mean? (laughs) Um, But also, on a lighter note, we managed to spend a whole week together. I know, it's crazy. Which is... It uh, It was so wild. I know. I literally, I kept saying to people at work, I need a week away from last week. I know, it was intense. It 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 wasn't even a week, it was like four and a half days. God, it felt like forever, but a good four forever. Four and a half t- days I mean? too many, am I right? <laughs> <laughs> but it's always so sad because when you left, it was like, oh, see you in a week or so. You're just going on holiday. But I've yeah. got to remember like, no, you're gone. She's gone. No, I'm back up country now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like it took me forever to get home as well. Like I took our friend Sarah home as well and she lives in Bournemouth. So yeah. I drove like that's like a four and a half hour drive but it took me like five and a half hours and then it took me like two and a half hours to get back from Bournemouth I got home and my parents were away and my dog wasn't even home either so I was oh, alone that's sad. and I was like I just like hello sorry can I smile for real <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's sad twiddling my thumbs like what do I do now <laughs> no one's yeah. here to welcome me home I thought wow where's the party but so yeah, like what I realised last week, okay, and I never, I've never had this fear before, but it's only just sprung onto me. But I'm terrified of getting old. Yeah, like I'm terrified of it. I was watching um, Friends, obviously. Um, oh, classic! And it was the episode, the one where they all turn thirty, and I was thinking, okay, I'm only twenty two, but. I'm soon gonna be 25 and then I'm 25 and then I'm like almost 30 and I'm like freaking out about this. Like the whole of yesterday I was freaking out being like, I'm terrified to be 23, 23, let alone 25. Like I'm scared of growing old. And I realized last week I'm getting to a point where I couldn't do things when I was 18. Do you know what I mean? And it's sort of like, I feel like now I need to take advantage of sort of being young and dumb, but I don't think I can get away with it anymore. You're kind of in that limbo stage. If you used to be able to use that excuse, but you're not quite young enough to use that excuse anymore. Yeah. But you're not quite old enough to know what you want to do with your life. That's what I mean. Or how to do things properly. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I'm just really scared of, I don't know. I'm literally just turned 22. So I need to get over myself. But also I'm like, oh my God, where's my life heading? Like, Also, I'm 23. I know. <laughs> So I'm more scared. I know. Thank you. I'm I, a whole 12 months 
actually no I'm like 15 months older than you I think yeah like I messaged um, I messaged my friend yesterday being like how are you scared to be turned 23 and she's like I am a bit and I'm like shit you're turning 20 like I know it's just I don't yeah. know it's oh it's, it's terrifying it keeps you up at night sometimes I wake up in the night I'm like <gasps> I'm 23 yeah like that but just I'm, joking I don't really do that I mean, I, I, feel, <laughs> I still feel really young at heart and I'm like, oh, and there's little things I'm doing and I'm like, oh, it's all right. It's okay if I don't, um, if I don't have a job right now, it's fine. Like, you know, yeah. I'm only 23. And then I'm like, shit, there's kids who left school at 16 that didn't go to university and they're like running companies I know. at my age. And there's me like doing illustrations for people. <laughs> but they're there. sick. They're sick illustrations. And you never know where Thanks. they can go. And I, I think know. that's the thing we've got to remember. Like, yes, we are so young. And I think it is just the fact that, like, there's a societal... So, societal. Societal pressure. There's a social... Yeah. There's a pressure to being, like, an adult. But there's also, like, so what? Like, who gives a fuck? Yeah, do and you don't need to know what you want to do. Yeah. Um, just trial and error this is the this is the year for trial no not year the decade this is the decade for trial and error yeah definitely you know? like i i said to myself like i want to still like i want to still sort of make mistakes and learn from them do you know what i mean honey i've been making mistakes my whole life and if yeah. i don't make those mistakes how the hell am i gonna not not to do that again or not to trust that person again and not to do this or that again yeah you know and everybody makes mistakes. Like, even if it's, like, something really small or they... if Even when people truly, truly fuck up and they feel like they've hurt people or let people down, it feels like absolute shit. Mm. But it is so moulding for, like, who... Like, it's so, like, beneficial in a way because there's so much to come from making a mistake. Yeah, definitely. You know? And I think people put too much pressure on themselves. Yeah, and I, I feel like, oh, I think in the past month in particular, I feel like I've learned so much about myself. And I'm mm. like, oh shit, this is the person I'm turning out to be. And it's like, that's yeah. terrifying in itself because now I'm starting to realise the type of person I'm probably going to be for the majority of my life. Obviously people change and adapt and stuff. But now I'm like learning things about myself and I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared. <laughs> it's like going through puberty again. Yeah, no, it is. And I, yeah, it's literally like going, you know, you go for your teens and you experience like first time drinking, driving, and then you have to then enter this adult environment throughout your twenties. You know, you don't just yeah. become 18 and turn into an adult. Like 18 and 19 terrify me because mm. <clears throat> yeah, they're just, they're uh, they're daredevils, really, and I wish I was a they daredevil. They think they're Billy Big Bollocks, that's what they think you are. When I was 18, 19, I was like, wow, I'm Billy fucking Big Bollocks and ain't nobody going to cross me. <laughs> and I look back at me when I was 18, 19, I think, oh, my God, baby face Meg. <laughs> Get to know, because a lot of shit's going to hit the fan over the next few years and it's going to teach you a lot about life and people. Yeah, <laughs> literally. You know? But you feel indestructible when you're 18 and 19? I thought I was like top of the world. Yeah. yeah. Didn't need to work a day in my life. I was just having a laugh. I'm here for a good time, not a long time. That's what I used to tell myself. <laughs> and now I'm like, okay, well, I want to be here for a long time. How can I make it a good time? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Without <laughs> dying from alcohol Without poisoning dying. or. 
for but, um, getting myself into really bad trouble. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, oh, you've got to think of all these things. And I know you, I know you uh, really suffered last week with your hangovers. Oh my god, I don't know what happened to me. <laughs> it was borderline embarrassing because I started. Oh, I was one of those like rough kids who started at like twelve. Yeah, I started like fresh out of primary school. Like, (laughs) I was fucking crazy when I was (laughs) twelve. No, I wasn't like drinking when I was twelve, obviously. But I had started, you know, sipping on a few bevs here and there. Yeah. But then I went to university, and I used a body through a lot, and yeah, I had some bad, you know, days after going a bit too hard. But that's always things like a bounce back from yeah and then go out drinking that day and go out drinking and say oh my gosh i'm 23 years old now as mentioned prior and the hangovers <laughs> the sheer hangovers i've been getting the past few months have been horrific especially being in cornwall when you're on a short break and you've got to entertain your friends and entertain yourself you can't lounge, you can't lose a day. Do no, you know what I mean? Yeah, you have to, you, yeah. You can't lay in bed and feel sorry for yourself when you're on technically on holiday. Yeah. So, yes, I was ill. Um, <laughs> I I can't remember, actually, yeah, I, I did throw up. I threw up in the back of your car. Oh, that was... Uh, yeah, see, I was going through a lot of pain myself um, driving us to you this trending quarry that we decided to do. Um, so I was really like focusing on that, and then I just hear, and no, I was I'm like, gagging. "This this bitch needs to get out of my car." I pulled over, and I was like, part of me pulled over because I had a headache, but part of me pulled over thinking, "If she's gonna be oh sick, my God. like, please." That's like the longest drive in the world. I know. I was being sick into. Let me let me just paint the scene. There's four of us in this old polo. Bear in mind, <laughs> Maria is not the slowest of drivers. We're all hungover. For some reason, we thought it was a genius idea to book a fucking adrenaline quarry. The next day. I'm talking freezing cold water, <laughs> inflatables. Like, you can barely get yourself back onto them when you fall off. It's like, it's you can't do it easily. There's no way. You have to just go in and, yeah. like, jump around, pull yourself up. My muscles just gave way at the end, and I think I just floated away. <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> We were all in the car on the way there, all feeling awful. I think our friend Hardy had a head out the window. Yeah. Um, Sarah was in that mood where she was just making people laugh because probably still drunk. Like hit her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was. I had like my reusable shopping bag. You know the little old lady ones that fold up into like a little pouch. Oh my god. <laughs> I put them in my bag, and I was like, I'm going to be sick, but I've got nothing to be sick in, so I had to pull my cute little floral. Um. <laughs> shopping bag out and I had to gag into it I was gagging into it and oh, but, I don't want to put anyone off but when but people gag I gag it was, quite, it was loud wasn't it yeah and when I hear someone <laughs> gagging or the, the thought the image oh my god see, I want to gag now the image actually, oh. sometimes you don't need to be sick sometimes you need to gag and it like releases some kind of like yeah hormone in your body that tells you everything's gonna be okay like the, <laughs> the, the, the hour of this journey when we were driving up I had this image of my head of someone like either you know doing a tiki fire shit in the lake or someone puking and it just yeah. like floated yeah and the thought was really like <gasps> I think Heidi was sick though in the in the lake because she swallowed too much water but it was oh, luckily just God. phlegm but oh it was not nice but yeah I we you just, so you messaged me because um 
you know the next day um messages you have with your friends after oh uh, yeah you i don't usually a, remember them have a wild night so um i mentioned to meg <laughs> i was like what did i say i was mentioning how we had honey tequila love it uh and Meg was like, honey tequila, I fucking forgot about that. I think when I drink with people like you, I feel unstoppable. And I do all this drinking like it's nothing. And then it hits me like a sack of shit. And it's yeah. like, oh my God, it's so true. But I'm the worst for it because I just push you and push people. You are the worst. You're oh. just like, you'll finish a drink and go, right, what's fucking next? <laughs> and I'm like, Maria, can you just let that get into your system first? Because it takes a little while. And if you're just piling, 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 there's going to be a backlog of alcohol. Yeah. And then, like I said, it genuinely just hits you. Yeah. And then I'm just like borderline dribbling. I just don't even know what's going on. I'm trying. I try so hard to keep together. Yeah. But in my head, I'm like, I literally don't know what's going on or what I'm doing or how to stand like, up. Now I'm, now I'm... It was fun. It was fun, though. It was fun. But I feel like I can't get away with doing these things anymore. I feel like I can't get away with, like, literally. Because, I mean, I drink quite a lot now. I would say that I... Um, any opportunity you're I get an, you're an avid drinker yeah any opportunity I get I'll go out and I'll make sure I drink a lot and have a line of shots waiting for me but it's like yeah. Maria you can't do that anymore like you can't and this week I've sort of sort of slowed things down I've had two nights in which is so rare for me yikes that's crazy I know and I'm like I need to save money I need to put a deposit down on you know a potential flat like I need to sort my life out so this is now official, everyone. I'm slowing down my drinking days. I feel like it needs to happen now. I think you get over it as well. I used to drink so much. When I lived in Cornwall, I, li- I literally drank 80% of the week, maybe more. God, we were awful. Like, we, we there's stories we can't tell and you'll never hear us tell, but we drank anything we possibly could. Like, um... There was one night. Spiced rum. What was yeah? It's what like, was it? You go, go. You tell it. Yeah. It was spiced rum. We went to Asda after work because we used to work in spoons together. Mm. Um, good old spoons. I would never go back there. <laughs> um, can I just confirm? <laughs> um, so we finished the clothes and we used to get out sometimes at like two thirty in the morning. Yeah. And then we'd be like, oh, I don't want to go to bed yet. And it's like, well, you should really because it's literally in the middle of the night yeah and daybreak is coming <laughs> um so we'd go to asda and we'd buy like alcohol but this time we were like let's just fucking stay up and drink <laughs> all night i think we were both having like depression i think we were both going through like breakups as well weren't we i think we were <laughs> we were both on antidepressants we were both yeah, like but... the worst mental state possible like we are fun like this sounds really <laughs> sad <laughs> This sounds really sad because we're all on antidepressants and we're both breaking up. uh, But we are genuinely fun. Yeah, Yeah, but we are actually really fun. We we wouldn't talk about that when we were together. We'd just be like, we're sad. Let's just get fucked and have a laugh. Yeah, yeah. So we went to answer this one night and um, we were like, do you know what? We don't even care. We bought two little glasses as well, didn't we? We bought actual glasses. Oh my God, we went full out. Little cactus glasses. And we were like, let's buy these fucking glasses. Um, just to make our drinks look really cute, we bought loads of like cocktail tins, didn't we? Because they were really oh, cheap. We loved, we loved a good cocktail tin. We loved them. What was it we used to get? Pina colada. 
and like or whatever you rather white wine that's fine just give me a lager yeah <laughs> exactly woo um, woo we kind of got i think sometimes a woo woo yeah and we got caribbean twist which is already an alcoholic yeah alcohol alco- pop. pop um and rum. we got spiced rum yeah and we we mixed the spiced <laughs> rum with the caribbean twist oh my god so it was just god. alcohol and alcohol really wasn't it we literally that was like our medicine like yeah we, it was. we would have it and we'd be like oh everything's better now and we would just get so drunk together like blurry eyed dizzy drunk yeah um, like kind of can't really stand up but like we were just like there for the night we were just laying there like you know what i'm not gonna get up again after this so yeah should we just like just drink, drink and then wake up in the morning it was sad, but that's just what some people. But we do did, sometimes. we did have fun. Like there was another time which I literally hate. Oh, it was so it, fun! It literally will, you know, haunt me for the rest of my life. Um, yeah. But we had a bottle of tequila. Um, <gasps> I think it was a bottle oh, that you got for your birthday. Now. Was it a bottle? Of tequila it was. I bought a bottle of tequila yeah. for my birthday. And when I say we were pouring each other's mouths, like I'm not even like <laughs> under, like I'm literally like pouring pure tequila like it was water down our throats yeah like i was on my knees at one point <laughs> like pouring it in my mouth oh my god like i've never been so drunk in my life um yeah and then the next morning oh, oh <laughs> i literally wake up like bear in mind this is my fucking birthday <laughs> i wake up in meg's bed and i'm like fuck <laughs> just literally like something stinks and I'm feeling crusty as fuck <laughs> and I no, wake up not... and my hair is like solid with sick like I just uh... see all of this sick like all down me and down the bed and on the pillow and it's so crusty but there are patches that were like wet sorry for the uh, description but I just have to get this out of my system. oh it's graphic and I remember going, I remember looking up thinking, oh my God, this is all over Meg's bed. I don't really know what to do. Like, I'm so embarrassed, but also this, like, I need to say something. So I'm like, Meg, <laughs> Meg. Oh God. Like trying to wake you up and you're like, yeah. And I was like, I've been sick all over your bed. I don't like. <laughs> I wasn't even awake. I wasn't, I wasn't even awake. You were like, Meg, I've been sick. You need to put me in the shower right now. Why do I need to put you in the shower? <laughs> And she kept saying, like, you need to shower my, you need to wash my hair, you need to wash my hair right now. I'm like, Maria, just get in the shower. Like, I'll sort the sheets out, you sort the hair out. Oh I'm not God. joking, she had me washing it out of her hair over the, over the, over the bath. <laughs> Instead of just getting in the shower, she just made me wash it out. And then, and then it was all over my, like, urban outfits fucking duvet. Oh, it was an urban outfits. Yeah, it was. Oh. Don't worry, my mum ruined that at a different time. Okay. She washed it with some fucking pink socks and it ruined it. Never mind. Yeah, mum, I don't hold you accountable for that. It was an honest mistake. <laughs> but yeah, you did throw up on my sheets on my birthday. <laughs> the boxing day of my birthday. I um and I didn't leave until like four. I had work that evening at like nine o'clock. Oh, did you? Oh my god. Yeah. Do you remember? I and I was like at all. I couldn't leave and I just we just literally napped all day and I remember as I was leaving I had a bin bag with all your sheets and all the oh, sick yeah. and I was shaking you know when you get the sick shakes and oh I was my walking, god I like, can't believe you went to work four o'clock at four o'clock and then I had a bit more of a nap at home and I thought right I'm gonna try and stomach something so I had my mum always says have a coke if you're feeling um sick so I had Pepsi Max and it just came right, right back up and this was like really? 8 p.m. 
This is 8 p.m. No. I was like, shit, I've got work in an hour. And I went to work and like, everyone was like, oh my God, because I looked like deaf. Like I was just so pale. And it just, <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I love how I'm saying something like this is such a tragic thing, but this is, this is, this was all my fault. Oh my God. It's actually so funny when you think about it. But Horrific. that story is just like, that story has been with us for over a year now, a year and a half. It's yeah. just a good story. Um, no, I've but, got pictures of it on my phone still. But imagine if we did that. Imagine if we did that now. Like, I don't think I'd be able to survive. I, like, no, honestly. Honestly, I'm the same. Like, I look back and I think, yeah, I would have felt shit after that. But even just a year ago, my hangovers were just, I was bouncing back. Yeah. And now and it's I'm like just killer hangovers. Yeah. And I can't, like, I can't deal with, like, little sleep. Like, I have to have a little nap now and then sometimes. <sighs> I used to deal with things so much better you know yeah like body wise now i'm like oh my god my back you know <laughs> oh my god i was walking the dog earlier with my nan and my hip was hurting oh my I was like, god why is my hip hurting at 23 years old oh it's sad isn't it it's funny because we're talking like we're in our 70s like i can't believe we're gonna be 73 it's like no we're <laughs> literally not even at the prime of our lives we don't even reach the prime until we're 30 at least I think it is I think a lot of it is the prepa- the pressure the pressure of like the, the society pressure, yeah because it's like some you know your parents are expecting you to like kind of feel like you should have your your job your career that you're going to be with for the rest of your life like you should be settling down and it's like I think mm. I mentioned this in the previous episode the thought of like marriage or the thought of like owning a house actually yeah. terrifies me it's probably because it just feels really far away from what your life is now. But there, are, like you said earlier, there are people like with their dream careers, you okay. know, engaged or like having babies or you know, whatever. And it's like oh, I can't, I I couldn't think of having a child until I'm like thirty. Like, but what I see as, I think some people just live their lives differently. Personally, I'm glad that I spent three four years living where my university was and yeah. living that kind of it's complete different lifestyle yeah because obviously it's such a big contrast to home for you yeah definitely and not everybody gets that and a lot of people no. I like, around my area not everybody goes to university a lot of people go straight into working in the city in London or they're going to an apprenticeship and by the time I graduated a lot of people were living really successful lives and I'd just come fresh out of university not having a fucking clue what I was going to do, <laughs> you know? But like you said, it's about experiences. And I know you always say to me, look, you should move out of Cornwall. You should, like, meet new people, yeah. experience new places. And that's so true. Like, I think I need to do all of that before I can even think about settling my life yeah. down. You don't, just, you don't need to settle your life down for at least another decade, trust me. Yeah, I agree. I, like, met, like... 30 plus year olds when I went to Bali at the beginning of the year which feels like fucking forever ago now because of the way life is now Mm. um but I started the year off in Bali and I met like people in their 30s they just wanted to get it out of the system they thought one of them had just been divorced and was like yeah oh my god that happened thought I'd go traveling life is just like it comes in peaks and troughs you know yeah I just I definitely agree like what you were saying is in like people kind of follow their sort of road that's best for them. Um, and, you know, there are people who are having kids before they're 25 and stuff, but I also think, like, 
I hope that no one feels like that's just stopped their life and they still have chances no, to experience No, it hasn't things. stopped their lives. It puts, I'm not going to lie, it probably does put your life on hold a little bit because you have this extra responsibility as a parent, but that doesn't have to be necessarily a bad thing. Like you can no, pick up things later on in life. Um, yeah. And like one of my closest friends, his sister had kids really young, at like 18 and um she has two kids and she like supports them pretty much herself she does really well with it she's like have been hairdressing for a really long time and um she's just enrolled to go to like university to become a nurse yeah i think she's doing midwifery actually so it's like her kids are older now and they're going to school so yeah. she's now got like she's now starting this new lease of life this new stage of her career and it's like and she's still like just under 30 I think she's 28 yeah but it's like just because you had kids young doesn't mean you've lost a huge part of your life you know yeah and I think uh a lot of people like you said just think that that's like that's it and it's you know you now have to settle down like there are so many people people... think it's two options yeah like it's literally more than just that and you see like people on like YouTube like these like influencer families not all of them because some of them are a bit you know posy but a lot of them like they take their kids you know and literally live in a camper van together and go travel traveling around like different countries in a camper van i think that's so cool like you know just because you have kids you're not stopping your life you're still doing these fun and amazing things um you can just do it with a kid yeah i just (laughs) think it's about like you know i think no matter like even for everyone i think growing old is scary but I think it's just actually making the most of each year, you know, like twenty three yeah. next year. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be in such a different place, um, mentally, maybe location wise, but also like it's opening up new opportunities. I think just making sure you're constantly doing something different. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Even if you take up baking or something. Yeah, exactly. Look, take lockdown as an example. Like the amount of things people have probably tried just because they haven't had their normality like your whole life is never going to be like your life isn't just one big plateau it's just going to be full of different phases and people good times bad times like I just sometimes when I'm getting down one of the things that pulls me out of it is like you're not going to feel like this forever yeah like I was pretty much talking to myself in the mirror earlier saying like (laughs) this is a temporary feeling like there's no way you're going to go through your whole life feeling how you're feeling exactly now because life doesn't work like that yeah there's too much going on in your life or other people's lives or the world to just be stuck on this one thing that's making you feel miserable yeah and it's like you know you could wake up tomorrow and be like actually i don't want to do that anymore and it could be you know and it's like if people are like why do you want to do that or oh no you should or you should keep going like at the end of the day if you don't want to do something or if you want to completely do something so random and radical then so what like i just think that's so good do what you fucking want also it's like you're more than you're more of the person than you are right now what you're doing right now yeah there's more to you than what you're doing right now and i'm still working out what i want to do (laughs) (laughs) anyone who will take me (laughs) <laughs> anybody anybody in the back anybody no okay <laughs> but 
that is so normal, isn't it? Like that is yeah, so, so normal. normal for so many people. Like so many people are in the same boat. Like you're not special. The same. Like that's what I tell myself. I'm like, you're not special, Meg. Like you're not the only person who's going through this. You're not special. There's other people <laughs> who are going through the same stuff as this, yeah. and it makes it does make you feel better. It humbles you. Yeah, when someone says, "Oh my god, I can relate to that," or "I feel that," or "I'm going through that," it's the best feeling. Yeah, because it really is. Because it's that it's that feeling of loneliness, isn't it? And then you're like, "Oh my god, I don't know, like this feeling. Like I just need someone to be like, yeah, I get it too." And it's like, "Oh my god, thank." That's god. exactly like what we we that's what we're aiming with with this podcast as well, anyway. Yeah, and like you know, going back to what we were saying at the start, it's kind of like. You do go for a rut and it's okay. But also like now I'm feeling a bit energized and thinking, no, this is something I really want to do. I genuinely, this is the one thing for a while where I've thought I really literally, this is the one thing I probably know that I want to. Yeah, you've you've put a lot into it, haven't you? Like We both have. Yeah, but I mean, like it's been good for you in the way that you, you see it as this project that you can use your actual talents in with branding and marketing, that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, so that's what we're aiming to do with the podcast, just keeping it positive, upbeat. Um, in terms of what's to come, I think we could just use this as episode because it's been really chill and just catching up as um, a bit of a mid-series thing. Like, we've done quite a few episodes. This is our eighth episode, are you, is that right? Yeah. This is our eighth episode. Um, slowly things are improving in terms of, like, having a routine down i still need to get my new microphone um <laughs> that is that is it's is back in stock but it's just one of those things like it's it's gonna happen it's, it's just an investment like, isn't it it's an investment isn't it so and i'm just making sure that i'm buying the right one that sort of thing um yeah so this is like this a is mid-series kind of a break po- yeah mid-series break we've got some ideas coming up our two-minute talk series went really well we got such a range of people involved yeah so we'll probably end the series for the two minute talks yeah um and then you know in the future obviously we'll do it again but we don't want to also like sort of take away the messages of the previous episodes and of yeah. what the people had to say because obviously you know if you do too many it sort of loses its meaning yeah they're all still there like on our instagram tv exactly but we've got we've got we've got plans like we've got other series that we want to do on the instagram uh, we've got episode mm-hmm. ideas. When we were out, actually, <laughs> in Cornwall, Maria, it was like half past one in, it was half past one in the morning and Maria actually um, messaged my mum. <laughs> <laughs> she sent a message to my mum saying, hey, Lisa, um, would love to get you on the podcast. Really would love to get on the podcast. Um, I think it'd be really cute if we could do like a mum daughter thing. Um, I'll get my mum involved. <laughs> and the very nice, my mum's just sound asleep in bed. But she messaged I'm... my mum and was like, "I'm down for this. So if you want to come on the um, podcast, we're we're getting we're getting your mum on. We're, I'm like adamant. So yeah, end of the episode. You know what that means? Um, fave of the week. Okay, I'm actually organised this time and I actually have one because every week I'm usually like, oh, Marie, you go first. Crap, I didn't even <laughs> think of one. Ugh. But um, yes, this week I was organised, guys. My favourite week is a TV show and it was on Netflix. What I loved about <laughs> it is 
um, the, the general topic of it was OCD, obsessive compulsive disorder. Right. And I don't think a lot of TV shows really delve into that and what that really feels like for someone who um, has been diagnosed. And yeah. the show is called Pure. It's on Netflix. It's British. It's got Joe Cole in it. If anyone fancies him like I do, you'll love it. <laughs> About this young girl who runs away from Scotland to London because she's suffering with ICD and she doesn't quite understand what it is. But she has really aggressive sexual thoughts about everyone and that's one of the one of the uh very common um types of icd is intrusive no sexual thoughts yeah even if you don't want to do these things that you're thinking your brain will think them um and it just it's just the acting's really good the writing's really good it's based on a book but it's so interesting in a way of like it shows the different way the way different people react to it, how she's embarrassed to tell people, or just to her life in general, and you know what moving to London does for her and does for her disorder. So please check it out because honestly, it is just brilliant. I love it. Yeah, I watched that's it within a, a couple of days. That's such a niche topic, isn't it? It really is. And I didn't my friend actually recommended it to me. Um, and I'm really glad you did. And I've told you to watch it, so that's your homework. No, I need to watch it. I will watch it. I'll get on it. Like, I've been sorting my playlists out. Yeah, cause I, I, was, I was on it, Meg. I was, like, on it. I was focused. So my um, my favourite of the week is Applebee. Um, he was, so he released a song, like, two years ago. It was called Like You, and I love that song so much. Um, but he was taking off Spotify. I don't know why, if he took himself down for a bit. But um, he's released a new single, it's called After Eight, and it's just so, like, so soulful, and his voice is gorgeous. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I recommend that one. Um, okay, hot. We love a yeah. soulful song. We do, we love it. But, yeah, my new yeah. Al- my new playlist that I've sorted out, I'm very impressed with them, I must say. Your new album. My new playlist. My new album. Did I say album? You did it first. You went, my new album, um, my new playlist. <laughs> Okay, guys, make sure you check out Maria's new album. <laughs> She's worked really hard on it. Called Puking from Tequila in Meg's Bed. Yeah, it's called Tequila Bed. Tequila Bed. It's very descriptive. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for listening and make sure you tune in to our Two Minute Talk series every Sunday on Instagram at madworld underscore podcast. Another huge thank you for the support we have received so far and we can't wait to bring you more. You've been listening to Mad World with Meg and Maria.